Okay, good morning, everybody. Hope everybody is well. Happy Thursday. We've been talking about this idea of looking back. This is sort of like the culmination of the week here. And I really want you to try to put it into practice if you can. Just try. Try for, just try for like a week. And then let me know. Just try. It's so hard. It's so hard. But I gotta tell you something. When you get into the zone, it is so enjoyable. Now, for the non-coffee drinkers, I don't know what you do during this time. But you'll find something. Maybe tea. But for the coffee drinkers, sitting down at the end of something with either a computer, if that's how you record, or with a book and a cup of coffee, maybe a little quiet, and just thinking, how was my week? What did I do? How was my day? How did it work? What did work? What didn't work? What can I learn? It's addictive. It is so addictive that if you're not careful, you'll end up doing it way too much. But it's addictive. There's a reason why football players watch game film. My friend of mine who is professional, but he played football in college, and he says the hardest thing about being an actual professional, he's a financial guy, that there's no film there's no film there's nothing to watch afterwards he used to watch his games and just watch and watch and what can I fix and what can I do so you know what he used to do I'll share with you his little thing take it if it's helpful is he would actually every day on the way home from work he would drive home from his office his ritual was when he got in the car he would leave himself a voice note of his day he was driving home you know he was you know letting the steam out if you will and say okay I had this meeting and this is what happened and I should have done this and this person this and you know I always thought this but this and you know six years ago I did this and this is how it worked out right look back right this is God's advice to Moses look back and he would leave himself a voice note and every day he would leave himself he would put it on probably his phone probably on the voice notes or something or he, I don't know how he did it but he did it under what program he used and at the end of the week Sunday morning or whatever it was he would sit down and he would just play you know his five minute a day voice notes to himself and he said it was incredible it was like game film just audio game film and he would write stuff down and prepare his week and what he wants to accomplish and these he like like I said earlier he it's impossible to remember how you felt about something at two o'clock on a Tuesday after a weekend he created the habit of looking back he created the habit of learning from failures of learning from successes he didn't just stay on this treadmill to Never, never land. Always, always, never stopping, never stopping, never stopping. It's his, 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 his success in the areas that are valuable to him was so clear because he had his game film. 
I know brilliant rabbis who will attest that their brilliance came not because of their natural abilities, because when they finished learning something, they went back and did it again and again and again and again and again and again. They noted what they didn't know. They fixed it. They look back and look back and look back and repeat and repeat and repeat. Every time you do a circle, you're going deeper. That's what happens when you take your life purposefully. That's what happens when you don't believe that things are random. And when you have encounters and when you have challenges and when you have successes that you believe are in part there to teach you lessons about you. It's something that my rabbi stresses a lot to me. Many times in life, you're asked to do something. It's for you. You may not know how it connects, but it's for you. You don't know what's happening to you when you're being asked and called on to do something. But it's for you. Just keep that in mind. It's purposeful. We don't need to achieve some massive objective reward to feel massively successful. The only reason why we need that is because since we don't have the internal system built, we need the external system to make us feel anything. But we don't really need it. The feedback from the world really is unnecessary. It's nice, we should all get it. But it's not how we are wired. If we don't take care of the internal wiring, we'll have no choice but to, to default there. But if we have an internal system that is built, that is honed and conditioned, if we start to see everything in front of me as purposeful, even if I can't find the purpose, if we start to see that there's sparks in every relationship and in everything I'm doing, if you want to go just to drop deeper with me for a second, that I was studying this week about even in food that there's spiritual sparks. And that's why there's a cust there's a rule to make a blessing on our foods. And the reason why we have such a thing is not because God needs us to like kiss up, it's because by doing that, by being grateful, by saying the right words, we're like unlocking, if you will, the spirituality in the food. Why why should I believe that there's carbs in food but not spirituality? I couldn't see the carbs until recently. When you start to look at how I eat as purpose, and what I put into my body as purposeful, and what I say, the words in my mouth, words have meaning. God created the world, and he used his words, even though he's not a human being, because he was teaching us, words create. And my thoughts matter, and my encounters matter. I matter. Like, that's... I don't matter because society set up some rules that if I'm successful in, I can make it. I inherently matter. You inherently matter. It's a major shift from a world in which we only matter if we achieve a certain podium placed before us and the world can at least acknowledge that. 
That's why the hardest thing in the world psychologically is the feeling of alone, of loneliness. If you look at the, at psych- at the psychological research and you look at what are the factors that cause the depression, you'll see that at the top of the list, the tippy top of the list, is loneliness. It's feeling invisible. It's feeling like you don't matter. It's feeling like you don't exist. And the reason why a lot of us feel that way is because to matter means that somebody else acknowledges us. And in order to be acknowledged, it usually means that we are competing or successful in objective areas that are important to the people around us. That's why the guy in the corner that nobody paid attention to and everybody found out that he was incredibly wealthy and now he matters. Why? Because in a world where we all respect certain objective inputs, the people that are at the level, no matter what's going on, get more attention. They feel like they matter. That's life, whether we like it or not. But if we work on ourselves internally and start to build a strong internal neural map of which my mattering is just in my existence and the things that come to me are purposeful and by looking back and slowing down and not worrying about missing out on whatever latest thing I can get but really allowing the depth I can get better at the things that came to me because I know they'll probably come to me again at some point then I can matter from myself I can matter inter- I can matter internally regardless of what the person around me thinks the person around me is gravy. I'm not saying that I've, 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 no one's saying that I ex- I'm excelling at this. I'm just sharing it with you. I told you the story when I was a little kid. Did I tell you the story? I don't remember, but it, it had such an impression on me. I was a little kid. I'll never forget this. I, I couldn't have been more than like 11 or 12. I couldn't even have been that old. I'll never forget this. This crazy little nothing of a story that had such an impact on my life. I'll never, I, I couldn't have, I, I, I had to have been younger. And I was upstairs in my house. I remember this like it was yesterday. And, I, and a buddy of mine came over. His parents dropped him off. They went somewhere. And, and we, somehow we got into some fight. I don't know. We got into a fight. And I remember I had like Legos. Like figurines and Legos. Like I had a lot of like stuff. I don't know. Like... And I remember I had given my friend because I was mad at him like 10 Legos like to play with in the corner I had this long hallway my upstairs house when I was growing up in Brooklyn, New York if you could just picture it with me for a second this long hallway and on one side of the hallway was me and like my, my box of stuff also the hallway was my friend and like five toys that I gave him little figurines and I'm setting up my stuff and I'm mad at him and I'm setting up my stuff and I'm probably mad at my parents I don't know and I see him in the corner, like, fully engaged in the five things. They were like special forces coming down off the walls. And he was, like, fully, like, in his world. And I was, like, unhappy in my world of everything. So I'm like, you know what? Let's switch. Now, he's in my house. He was a little, maybe, he, I don't know, was a little intimidated. He said, fine. 
So now I go to the other side of the hallway with the five commando figurines, even though they're just regular. He goes to this side of the hallway with my box, and I'm still unhappy. And he's like in heaven now. And I couldn't get it right. I was so frustrated because whatever side of the hallway I was on, it was the wrong side of the hallway. And I remember being little, and I remember thinking, maybe it's not the figurines. Maybe it's me. And that is life, my friends. The outside stuff is only there if the inside stuff is built. Because when the inside stuff is built, you don't need as much outside stuff to feel amazing. You can get lost. If you're in a good space, you can take five little figurines and have a ball of a time. And if you're not worked out internally, then you could have the entire box of Lego and still be upset. Purpose. Everything has purpose. We have to just gear our eyes towards it. Our failures create greater successes. Slowing down and thinking, looking back. Grappling with things that we can't touch, like faith. This is what's going to make us, us. If we speed through life, our Lego box can grow, but we're not going to feel it. What a shame. We're so valuable, each of us, in in our existence. What a shame to think that our value is based on our production. All right. Have a great weekend. Shabbat Shalom. Weekend's a good time to think. Try it. Look back on your week. Think about the things in front of you as more purposeful. Push. I will talk about it. Have a great weekend. Shabbat Shalom. And with God's help, I can't wait to see you next week. Living on a lifeline The world doesn't ever seem to change Looking for the sunshine But you're caught up in the rain It's like your eyes Are wide open but you cannot see You're watching life Pass you by like one, two, three Walking in destruction The winds of life Blur your vision All the devastation Forever feels like you're on the run It's time No one else can set you free, you're locked inside, and only...